Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Back, back, run like a wild man. I watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. The correct Neville Arena time is 9.25 p.m. Central Standard Time. The right time. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Orange and True Podcast, brought to you by... CollegeofMagnolia.com. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. It is I at Center Crow 2 on Twitter. At Center Crow is where you find me on Venmo. To one side of me, be the magic of the internet, is the rumor monger, rumor monger, Ryan S. Starrett. The S stands for started uh, from the bottom. Sure, why not? But we didn't. We started from 1 0. We started 1 0. Hey, you know what? We are one and zero this week. Started oh, from the bottom in our uh, in our three point shooting. How about that? Lord, we did. To the other side of me, bringing you the full Fort Payne ASMR, the kind you pay extra for, the kind that's extra breathy this week. It is the AU Chief. Oh, I like this. I like I like that you are doing Prince. Is today Prince Day? No. Okay. The song. It's called Let's Go Crazy. Oh, that's right. I, I get it now. You can, I'm going to pot that down a little bit. And also joining us, one second. Oh, that's James <laughs> Jones's music. <laughs> Oh, Jones! Oh man, I I needed that last week when we were uh, we did the podcast for getting rid of Parson because we finally got rid of the bad potato man. Uh, we did bad potato man. If you're listening to this, I would love a deep fried meme of Mr. Potato Head with a frowny face that we can just use as as often as we want. Someone did have a great one of Bruce and Harson, and uh, it said uh, these uh, Bruce Pearl and this unknown rich man are enjoying your loss. <laughs> <laughs> this unknown rich man. I mean, imagine what it would feel like to be let go. I had a friend of mine ask me, would you rather be um, oh, what's her name? The prime minister, former prime minister of U- the UK, who just got like had to admit that she was doing a terrible job and resign in disgrace. Um, just happened like a couple of days ago. Anyway, Liz Truss. the one Liz that Truss. was there for a month. Yeah, would you rather be Liz Truss and your your biggest nightmare comes true and you're proven to be inadequate on the world stage and you have to admit it and then resign, or would you rather be the guy that follows Liz Truss? <laughs> <laughs> knowing everyone's thinking well this guy gotta be better than that and I, and I said I'd rather be Brian Harson because if you fail at least you got 15 million dollars I don't think Liz Truss had a buyout mm, probably not didn't, didn't her follow up also uh, resign like 48 hours later that doesn't shock me if that's the case that's a mess <laughs> over there yeah. Liz Truss needs to get a contract from Jimmy Sexton <laughs> yeah, she'd have a buyout. Be paying her out. Jimbo would be the next prime minister. How long guys, before presidents have uh, agents? <laughs> they already do once they retire and become speakers. Yeah, that's true. Um, last week Auburn uh, lost to Mississippi State, but it didn't really. I mean, it felt like a loss, like an old school loss, where you're actually bummed mm-hmm. out for the team. Yeah, yeah. It, well, early on. It it looked pretty bleak. It it uh, it felt like well, 
this is uh not great not not going to be great for morale uh and something to switch flipped i i don't know and, and it happened before halftime though you know i think halftime uh helped i and you know i don't know if there were nerves involved cuz all these coaches were doing aside from uh the defense coordinator were doing things they hadn't done before um basically everyone was doing er- things they hadn't done before so sort of new situation for everybody plus i mean i, I there's probably few people that can drop a script as well as uh mike leach so um the fact that they scored quickly um it isn't surprising in a lot quickly. So, you know, that, that probably had something to do with it, but, but Auburn adjusted and, you know, kept, kept stayed within striking distance going into the half. And, and that after halftime, it, it was a ball game, like a real ball game. Yeah. I yeah. think that speaks to the, the one thing this coaching staff was able to do in three days is just, Hey, we're going to get down. We may get up. Let's, you know, keep believing in each other. Keep yeah. They going. looked over when it got down, they looked over at the stabilizing face of Carnell Cadillac Williams, who never, it seemed got anything besides positive energy. Like it, it yeah. was, he was nonstop. We're in this. It doesn't come on. Let's keep going. Say the course, and those guys fed off of that. They fed off of that because they know that that's a guy who's been in their shoes before, and who wants to win as badly as they do for the well, for the place that he's at. Yeah, I, I mean, and it it was obvious just watching on TV something was happening that I I don't think's happened in a long time, uh, including when Gus was here, is it just everybody was pulling in the same, same direction. And you know, that, that happens in pretty much every facet of life. When you have a group of people working together that then have their backs against the wall, uh, you know, everybody tends to, to, to pull together, um, or fall apart, uh, one or the other. But I, I mean, it, it was down to even, uh, I noticed at one point, uh, Ronnie Brown was even like, like yelling at guys, to, to, you know, telling them, you know, good job. Like, like he 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 um tried to support uh Robbie Ashford at one point after we had, you know, I think turned it over on downs. Um, uh, I mean, but even he was getting in there. But you know, then you had Kendall Simmons down there. I just think everybody was pulling in the same direction. This football team, and, and that that includes the non Auburn guys on staff too. I, I just think everybody was all right. You know, this is where we're at. This is what we've got to do. Let's do our best. And, and you know, it almost, almost paid off. I, I actually, I think it paid off just didn't result in a win. Yeah. And you could, you could play that game out several times and there's, there's tweaks here and there. Uh, and, and what I did like to see is that I don't think anybody, was really upset at how uh, Carnell Williams coached that game. It was uh-huh. more that I mean, but he he came and he told the team I left sixteen points out there. Yeah, and it was probably the, the person most upset was probably him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, sure. Called the game. Yeah, uh, I, but I think he was. You know, you could tell he was just he was really proud of of how that team fought, and and, and they hadn't quit. In any game yet this year, even in the Arkansas game, they didn't quit. Um, but they finally, I think they finally felt some something come around for them. I, I would uh, be shocked if it was not the exact same feeling that I think each and every one of us had. Um, I, I, it took me the uh, second Robbie Ashford touchdown. I like felt differently about this team than I had it. I mean, it'd been about a year since I felt that way about this team. And and, and I have to think it's this same kind of thing was going on with the players too. They never quit this year, but 
there was a, I, I think a big degree of them going through the motions, um, mm-hmm. playing hard, but not, not, uh, it's hard, it's hard to describe, not, not that there wasn't a goal, but there wasn't, there wasn't a singular goal, I, I don't think. And and I think what what happened this past week, I, I just think, especially in this game, I, I think they they had something to fight for. And I, I don't really think that that was the case before. I think game. Carnell intimated as much after the game. He was like, look, I told those guys, if I keep seeing, if I see what we saw last, what we've seen this year already, this is a loss. But we didn't see that. So yeah. it feels like it's not a loss because he saw guys do things that he hadn't seen them do all year. And I don't think he's intentionally throwing the last regime under the bus. Sure. They've gone out of their way not to do that. But I think he's actually more like he is. He is saying, look, there was a problem with the way we were playing. Yeah. And it's got to change. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of got, you're right. They kind of got out of their way to not say Harson was bad. And I think a lot of that is like, you got to, if you're a coach, you don't know who, which one of those coaches is going to be on a staff in the future that you're trying to get yeah. a job at. Well, I mean, Der- Derek and Carnell both have gone out of their way to like give coach Harson credit, which, which mm-hmm. is, um, I think surprising to most fans, <laughs> I would say, but they both like have gone out of their way to like, thank him to say, you know, he did his best, you know, we're grateful to him. All that, like all kinds of stuff that I they don't have to say. I mean, Derek certainly doesn't have to say it. So, um, you know, the, I, I don't think it's, it doesn't even seem like they're taking the high road. It just seems like they're, they genuinely thought he was trying his best and it just wasn't working. So, um, which right. Fair we all know people that just aren't very good at their jobs. <laughs> they might be nice people. We know a lot of those people. But you know. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. They usually don't get – well, sometimes they do get promoted upwards. A lot of times they get elected, unfortunately. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, it's the uh, champ of the week. Uh, the uh, – <laughs> sorry, folks. I was right about oh. LSU taking down Bama. The victory lap. Oh, she was were. right. You were right. Oh, Squid picked LSU to beat Alabama. She did. I picked them to cover, but uh, but Bama to win. Just we are. Uh, I want to say I did that too. We were so close, know. guys, inches away from a double eagle. Saturday. Oh, buddy, where oh, man. I, I don't I know when the last not one to was. Think about it too. Oh, it's uh, it's. It didn't fun. include Auburn beating them. Like, yeah. When was the last Auburn win? Never felt more like singing the blues um, Saturday. Did we Boy. get one in nineteen? No, I mean, besides the Iron Bowl. No, because we were uh, their loss, right? Uh, no, they had two losses, but uh, one was to LSU, and we were on by that week. Mm. Close. Y'all keep going. I'll pull it up. Uh, boy, Ryan um, probably wasn't even alive the last time it happened. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know <laughs> one is the fourteen uh, LSU game, but I hope that there's been one since then. And it happened. It happened in ten because they lost to South Carolina. Did we win when uh, they lost A&M? We might have been on a bye, though. Uh, you know Probably what? not, because we didn't win a whole lot of games last year. Well, it was early in the season, so. Probably then. 
Or was it the same day as State? Or Georgia early this season. season. Uh, Nope, that was the Georgia game. Yikes. Big yikes. Yeah, I was going to say because uh, that happened while Chief and I were not downtown and everybody else Mm. was, which is usually Mm -hmm. the indication that we had lost and I'm irritated about it. Correct. Correct. Boy. Well, Ryan, the next time it happens, it'll be an amazing experience. Yeah. I hope you get to experience it one day. <laughs> Back to 2015 right now. And that's oh, no well, September 19th, it's... week three. That's when we lost to uh, LSU and they lost to Ole Miss. Yeah, it's been a long time. So it's, it's the 2014 LSU game. Gee, Wilkers. For us yeah. when they also lost Ole Miss. Now, yeah, hold on. We've had many double eagles over Alabama in recent years. Just That's not on the football field. It's, on the yeah, hard yeah. court. It's a different uh, different sport. <laughs> Speaking of which, the Auburn ladies started the season 1-0 or no tonight. Auburn women's basketball with a 20-point win over... Go Chairs. Uh, Got her go. Texas. They play Sam Texas Houston. Southern. They play South, uh, Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Yeah, Sam Houston. Mm-hmm. The Cats. K-A-T-S. The Bearcats with a K. Sam Houston. Huntsville, Texas, home of the penitentiary and a giant statue of Sam Houston and a penitentiary museum, which is as oh. depressing as you might imagine it is. Mm. Yeah, probably more Sounds. depressing. Is there an actual Sounds. electric chair in there? It is horrible. Uh, use like interactive demonstration, or? yeah, like the old one, I believe correctly. Oh, it's like, mama, <laughs> it is. it's bleak. It's bleak. <laughs> Speaking of bleak. Auburn's three-point shooting against George Mason. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, it didn't shock us. No, to death. Instead, uh, we beat oh, George Mason. Man, uh, Auburn, the Auburn men's Tigers defeated. They just George. win. They covered. What is yeah. George Mason? I've watched that whole game. The George Patriots. Mason Patriots, right? Uh, Seventy to fifty-two. Some kind of patriot. He didn't even sign the Constitution. He was he was annoyed apparently with something about it. And so he didn't ratify the Constitution at convention because he was, I think, too much of a libertarian. What a dunce. Like, he's like, now, actually, this is too much government. We need less than even this subscribes. So, yeah. Yeah, George just Mason. Googling George Mason Constitution, uh, the, the first sentence is, he was suspicious of governments at all levels. Yeah. Ron Anarchist. Swanson. I mean, you know, <laughs> maybe he was right. Yeah, as someone in the government, you go you go far enough left, you end up coming around right, and the same thing happens the other way. You go far enough right, you end up going around. <laughs> yeah, this is Zapatista. So anyway, he got beat or school did by Auburn, and uh, it was a it was a pretty convincing win over a team that did not look as good as they are ranked in Ken Palm. I I didn't watch this game and say, and think, man, George Mason's really good. This is a good win for us, but actually they're. They were so yeah, that's a good win a, for us. They're a borderline top 100 team. Um, you know they'll they'll be not a favorite, but a contender in the A10 this year, um, which is usually a pretty good pretty good conference. Pick to finish fifth in the A10. Yeah, yeah. I mean the A10 has uh, you know Dayton, St. Louis, Loyola right at the top that are going to contend for it. But um, yeah, Jordan Mason kind of came in with. The reputation of being one of the better shooting teams in the country. You know, you never know going into game one how it carries over year to year. But yeah, um, they had a one. I, I think it was that just that one guy that hit a few right at the end of the game. They um, hit three threes in a row at the end of the first yeah. half, too. Yeah, yeah. But but into both halves, the only they thing. had two guys. They had two guys that hit two threes. Uh, okay. Zero Devin Cooper. Number one Ronald Polite. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I mean, kept him in check. Those those threes that they hit at the end of the game and the end of the first half um, really didn't make the game that close. I mean, it, it never got closer than, I think, seven or eight points early in the second half. Yeah. It also um, helps that we kept their best player in foul trouble the entire game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Josh Adura picked up that third foul right before halftime, and that was that's huge. His, that's his own fault, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We uh we that defense last night was smothering and it was fun to watch. 
Um, yeah, that's gonna have to be what this team does. Yeah, until it gets its shooting touch, it's gonna be like, well, you don't get to score either. I like that <laughs> optimism. If we're not gonna score, you don't get to score either. And the difference in some of the other teams we've had over the years is there's there's not one lockdown defender. There's no Isaac Okoro. There's no Walker Kessler. There's not going to be somebody that's defense, you know, gets them into the lottery or national player of the year. Um, but so many guys are good on-ball defenders on this team. Yeah. yeah, Jan Williams looked great. Alan Flanagan wasn't shooting the ball well, but played great defense. He did. Obviously, Katie Johnson picked up four steals. Um you know, this top to bottom, at least one of the guys at each position, because it's basically a true two deep right now. Um, at least one of them is a plus plus defender. Katie you Johnson know, played free safety a lot yeah, of times. Yeah, it was great. Like he, he gambled a little bit, but it worked out every single time, and he got his steals. Uh, and it works because so many other guys are locking their guy up. Yeah. So you can have one guy that takes that chance and it not burn you. Janine Broom and Chris Moore, I think, had like four or five, like falling out of bounds and just grab the ball somehow and toss it to somebody yeah. on their, their own team. Like it was, it was crazy to see. And I don't, I, I don't know really thought Chris Morgan was hurt when he tried that one in front of the scorer's table. Oh, yeah. yeah. He went shoulder first into the table and I, yeah. it was a little ginger getting up. Um, but I mean, we were had... just flying after balls and it, it was, it was awesome. Uh, Trey Orr, Dylan Cardwell, and Trey Donaldson are the only only guys that played double digit minutes and did not have at least one steal. Wow, I, I like Trey Orr last night. I, th- I thought he, I thought he he's, was first game pretty, ever, pretty pretty raw. But yeah, I, I mean he's he's athletic. Um, it, honestly, he looks like a bigger Anthony to me. Like just just even just from the way he runs up and down the floor. Um, uh, yeah. and he's, I, I, he, he can be special. I, I don't think he's a one and done guy, um, simply because I think he's pretty raw. Um, but he looked good. I need him to show a little more confidence on the court. Yeah. yeah he, he just seemed a little, little, you know, well, when he'll, you're he'll next to, when you're next to Katie and, uh, and Dylan, it's, it's tough and to Janai show Broom. more confidence. Dude, that. I love Janai Broom. Janai Broom is the definition of got that dog in him, I believe. Uh, yeah, the, the, he's, he's, I mean, he's my favorite player on this team. He's a, uh, lar- a lot of large canines in his chest. <laughs> he is. Yeah, she, awesome. she pointed out his uh, unique uh, trash-talking strategy of oh, it was great. Tr- uh, uh, going after guys while talking to his teammates, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they could hear it. He was talking just, just major trash to the old 13 over there, but he was talking it to Chris Moore while right. thir- 13 was – between the two of them. <laughs> it was great. It's good stuff. Uh, and his uh, dude's got post moves, which are just a rarity in the game these days. Uh, pretty good. Every time he got the ball, I'm like, take him, take him. I wanted to just dribble him down into the post and go around. It, it seemed cool. like that was, it is going to be a real part of the offense is getting the ball to him in the post. And then, if the second defender crashes on him, he can pretty comfortably dump it out to somebody yeah. uh, out of the three-point line. Or if not, he can take almost anybody one-on-one, it, I would think. It kind of seems like that that's the move because Dylan had a few assists last night where he got the ball in the post and, and yeah. passed it out to the to the open man. So um, These guys yeah. were a little bit undersized. Um, you know, Adaro was their, was their power forward, and he was 6'9", but you know, nice. not a ton of guys can, uh, you know, Six, 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 seven. Actually, I think back Maduro was playing center last night. Um, so I think yeah, that really was, Auburn had a size advantage across the board. There's yeah. going to be some games where that's the case, where Auburn is going to kind of bully teams. And I think Auburn also, I think it was Ross Dellinger, somebody, somebody, some national guy was talking about how Auburn is kind of taking the strategy of if we foul every single time, they're not going to call all of them. Yeah. They've been saving Chris, Chris Paul. Yeah. 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 That's the Chris Paul move. Is I'm going to foul you every single play, and you can't. On the other hand, him. on the other hand, they called two fouls on Zeb Jasper, the man that does not foul. Last yeah. night, it's like two quick the, ones. The, kind of well, and really, it was the uh, the charges that just kind of stunned <laughs> the offense in the, in the first yeah. half. The um, the one, uh, yeah, I the mean, one to Wendell after he had dumped the ball off 
I guess it was, Wendell threw it off the backboard to. Yeah, to I, I guess it was a charge. Like I wasn't, I, I didn't even look back at it, but I was just like, man, that just killed the momentum. And I don't think we, we I think we scored twice after that. We had two half. more, and there was, I mean, they had tried to get the momentum back. Uh, Katie Johnson again. It's a fast break look. Um, that one had, was a, had a pretty open, oh, you know, an open shot at a actually a layup and. Went up with the defender and still got the charge. When the guy got the charge on Wendell throwing it off the backboard to Jani, his foot was in his his foot was in the circle. By the way, I yelled out, "You nerd!" Just (laughs) I was so I was so mad. That was my first uh, my first complaint about the rest of the season came after that. The rule should be that if you're if a guy under six foot runs into you, it can't be a charge unless you're also under six feet. Yeah, there we go. There should be no offensive fouls well, unless it's a blatant offensive foul. His not, his not I got in your way and then I threw myself backwards ten feet to make sure the referee saw it. On that one though, his entire right foot was in the circle. Like it should not have been a charge in, in any way. The whole like, lane should be the circle in Devrant. <laughs> there should be yeah, no actually, circle. I got the whole lane. Yeah, I can I can I can go get down with that. Just draw at like halfway line down the middle, like push that way out. Or the free they, throw. The, the league doesn't call that. They just don't call yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. One of my big observations last night and during the exhibition against UAH is that uh, we do not dump the ball off in uh, two-on-one situations. I mean, there was there was the Wendell layup off the backboard where you got the, the charge. But really, I mean, a lot of these guys were just trying to take a guy one-on-one when the trailing offensive player was wide open. Um, uh Hopefully that's something they can kind of diagnose and fix pretty quickly. Yeah, we we had a few uh, pretty clear uh, lob opportunities on yeah. those. Didn't take them, which was kind of a bummer. But you know what? Uh, I'll I'll defer to Katie's judgment whenever he's driving a goal. Uh, <laughs> Katie probably's been told like you're going to either get to the line or make a basket. Yeah. So you, that is something I do want to praise him for. He's good at so that. much last year. We, we yeah, we got to, to get to the basket. Um, yeah, the free throw shooting needed some work, but some they are, they were going to the basket this year, and so often last year, especially the guards would drive the lane and then try and hit a you know fall away floater, and you're just yeah you're not going to get consistent scoring from that. I need uh, them to keep doing the two dribble pull up mid-range jump shot because what's going to happen is eventually defenses are going to decide oh we got to go get stop defending that and then three-pointers are going to be even more wide open that's the the hope is our guys aren't good three-point shooters maybe they can be good wide open three-point shooters i don't know a lot of those last night were pretty wide open yeah yeah i mean when when passed up several wide open three-point opportunities last night which was uh, katie took one of the worst three-point shots i've ever seen because it was just completely off rhythm yeah. He just decided to chuck it, and it just like bounced sideways off the rim. It was, yeah. It's it it's a it's a shame Janai Broom doesn't have a three point shot because they were leaving him wide open. Yeah, there was about yeah, four fi- possessions in the first few minutes that they just. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he he finally was like, I guess I'm going to take this one and took one, and it wasn't it took, bad. It just it took Wendell until like the second half to attempt yeah. a three. Yeah. He made whereas one. in the he first half he would have shot one from half court I, twice by then. I want I want to say he was. 30 percent it was either one for three it was one of four two. but one of those one was one. the completely off balance when uh end of the half play oh yeah. yeah 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 again still struggling at the end of the half which is uh yeah that the not, not great to see i i almost i so i go back to like the missouri game our our end of that game play and part of it was because kd was carrying us through that game uh, KD and, and Devin Cambridge getting offensive rebounds, but we just handed the ball to KD and just said, all right, go, go get into the hoop. Um, I think that may be a better, a better option than, than yeah. whatever we're trying right now. I think what, yeah. one of the issues that we've done is we have replaced Walker Kessler, I think fairly successfully. Yeah. I do not think, I mean, it's not possible, but I don't think we've, replace Jabari in terms oh, of no. having a guy that you know, hey, I'll just give to this guy at the end of the game and he, he should be my best option. 
there isn't a guy on the team you're like, you know what? The best option for Auburn is at the end of the games, so-and-so takes the last shot. I, don't, I couldn't tell you who I want. I don't know if it's Janai Broom. If it is, that's great. But if you can if you can get your last shot to be from three feet away, I don't care who takes it. Yeah. yeah you know? Right. So then that's what Janai uh, Broom's going to have to have. The, uh, yeah, I, I think right now it'd be Janai for me. Our strategy seems to be, though, let let Wendell do it, but he's going to have to dribble around for the last you know, 20 seconds. It should be let Flanagan do it, but we're, we're still waiting yeah. on Flanagan to the lights to turn back on. Yeah. Um, he's a senior. Ho- here's hoping. He's real quiet last night. It'll come, I think. It'll come. He had a, he had a couple nice steals. Uh, had a charge. Uh, had a, a travel. A travel. Had a travel. It's a trademark travel. It's a trademark it's, Alan Flanagan travel. His trademark travel is uh, Bryce Brown's trademarks uh, standing out of bounds. Yep. At the three point it's the line. Jason At Witten, least once a game. It's the Jason Witten false start. Jason Witten was good for one false start a game as a Dallas Cowboy. And Hall of Famer. But every game he, he had a false start. Yeah, that was for me. That was that was Sammy Coates had to drop one early. Oh, yeah, drop one early. Yeah, Sam, some of them Sammy would just be egregious. Yeah, yeah. He he might be, and, and I, honestly, I think one of the worst ones was the the SEC championship game against Missouri, where he's just wide open and drops an absolutely mm-hmm. perfect throw, and then uh, the first touchdown in that game was the one where you know, Marshall runs around for ten seconds and then chucks one downfield and he runs under it. You know who was really good last night was Dylan Cardwell, who only had two points. Yeah, I thought yeah, that was one of the. Though. That was one of those "I'm bigger than everybody else here" kind of games. I mean, they yeah. they found him several times. They could not get up with him on rebounds. I mean, there was one where they were essentially trying to drag him down, uh, wouldn't fill him up with it because there was nothing else they could do. I yeah. think he should start yeah. home games. Yeah, I'm with, I'm for that. I I could I mean I yeah, sit him on the away games, but let him start home games. Well, I wonder if I wonder if Janai's better at a, at a jump ball, and that's oh probably. But Janai's better, period. And we yeah, need him to score player. points. Yeah, and I, I just I I don't know. We tried it last night. We'll probably try something else. But I, I really yeah. liked the bringing KD and Dylan off the bench at once. That lineup, that starting lineup was wild to me. I was like, that starting lineup was wild. <laughs> Chris Moore uh, leading the team in offensive rating last night with a 165. I bet he looked, he was great. He was three of five. Uh, one, one of one, three, one of three. Three. Yeah. tenacious. Uh, yeah, I see it. Speaking of from the line, um, were we like 30% from the free throw line yesterday? <laughs> uh, no, they were. Better, better than we were in the uh, scrimmage. It was. It was the really issue bad. was we were three of nine in the first half, man, and then we were fifteen of twenty in the second half. So cleaned it up in the second half. Now part of that is, I think all of Wendell Green's free throws came in the second half. Yeah, he was yeah. five um, six, and he was five exactly. six. Yeah, it, it, um, two of four for now, Dave Judson, two of four for Janai Broom. He had the most important uh, uh, shot of the game. Yeah, he sure did. Actually, that was the one Wendell missed. Was he missed the? Yeah, he missed the front of, end of two. A lot of a lot of pressure on that second one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, our our free throw defense was much better than it was last year. Uh, yeah, because, uh, Jordan Mason shot thirty seven percent from the free throw line. So, <laughs> uh, they they actually terrible. shot better from two and almost as good from three. I would love to. I would love for somebody to track three point percentage of Auburn's opponents at Auburn or at Neville Arena versus at their home arenas this season to see how much the jungle actually affects that. Yeah. So, so George Mason went thirty seven percent from the free throw line, thirty nine percent from two, and thirty five percent from three. It's a respectable yeah. number, I guess. I mean, it doesn't matter how far away or how much you can test the <laughs> shot. You're going to be one out of, one out of three. Yeah. You're going to get one right. out of three shots. Period. You can win a lot of games doing that. You know, I Wendell Green is a man who's been slighted by a lot of guys, a lot of people in the media, and a lot of people on uh, Soch. 
mm-hmm. but he's Probably a guy who really well. Yeah, he if he has game if he plays like this every night, we'll take it. He might be all confidence. So much more comfortable running the offense this year than he did last year. Um, yeah, and it's something we've talked about several times now. It's just guards getting more, the second year of experience with Bruce. Um, it, it always happens. Ever since he's been here, every every guard that has you know gotten a second or third year takes a pretty big leap. Um, he had one of the fall uh, in line with the point guard ability. Then Wendell's going to be one of the best point guards in the SEC this year. Yeah, he had one of the top five filthiest passes of you know, Auburn Arena history last night. It was, I mean, it was awesome. And and uh, Sharif Cooper has played in that building, so that's a was that's this the early the early wraparound oh, pass oh. for the dunk? Uh, yeah, it was like a, like a little scoop inside. Yeah. Oh boy. Oof. It was gross. Was, I loved it. If I'm thinking, if we're thinking of the right one, that was Dylan's only basket. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was a good one. Um, but he had, he had a lot of nice little nifty little passing. He was, he was, he was pretty tidy last night. And I, I um, if you put Wendell green on the baseline, Katie Johnson next to him and Trey Donaldson, with the ball in their hands, who beats who wins that race to the other end? Ooh, um, KD, like, really? Yeah, I think it's KD. KD, KD, KD looks ex- explosive right now. Yeah, like oh, he, he was also the most likely to dribble the ball away. KD, right, I would. Yeah. <laughs> that that's where I was going to go with it. I was like, well, KD gets there first, but he still has the ball. What about the the old the old NBA skills challenge where they have to dribble to the one end, make a layup, get the ball out of the rim, and take it to the other end as the finish line. I think I think I take Wendell because I don't know Katie yes. might not make it all the way back. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right about it. Although Trey Donaldson's fast as all get out too, he just he is, is so quick. big. He doesn't he's so he doesn't look giant. as fast as he is. It's he's so fast. it's so weird. It, he it, should it's be not like fast. it's not like he's crazy yeah. tall. He's just like I mean. Just a brick house. Yeah. Man. I mean, I guess he was a he was a quarterback in safety in high school, but I mean, he looks like a running back right now. Yeah, yeah. And he's still not like defined. He kind of looks like he's eighteen. Yeah. Like, he's when he strong. gets when he gets you know a couple of years in the strength conditioning system, he's going to be just a monster. He's going to fill out kind of like Jarquez Hunter, and then just <laughs> jeez, <laughs> he'll look like a what's the. Can't. Nate Robinson is the only NBA player I can think of that looks like that. D- Dylan had some pretty uh, odd throwaways, one in both halves, where he just like <laughs> we had he he like got we, he got the steal <laughs> somehow and uh, threw it yeah. out. It should have been an easy pass. He just threw it right out of bounds. Chief, do you, do you uh, did you understand what happened on that first one? Because no. he so. He yeah, threw it out of bounds. Yeah. He very clearly was hit in the elbow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was not a foul. They just said that it was out on them. No, they called it a jump ball. No, no, no. They, no, said, no. they, they said, called it out on They him. called it out on Jordan Mason. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, I, he shoved him in the elbow, basically. Yeah, I couldn't figure out what they gave us the there. ball, like, where the ball went out. Yeah, so that one was a little bit uh, easier to explain. Those, the one in the second half was just he thought KD was uh, – Maybe he thought KD was Jalen or something and threw a foot over his head. Because uh, on the on the broadcast, they were like, "Did they call a jump ball?" They, yeah, that the, that crew was real bad. It was, well, it was it was it was uh, what's Shals, his name? from the Colin show. Doug, yeah, Doug Shouse. Yeah. Oh, the refereeing crew. I'm talking about the broadcasting. Crew. Oh they're no, no, right. they're actually really good. Uh, uh, the the sports call in Auburn, their host actually was doing the play by play. He did a really good job. Bill Cameron. No, 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 no. The younger guy, JJ or whatever right. his name is. Yeah, JJ. Yeah, I, I, I thought he did fine. I, I always like – I'd really like having Joe Champy on there. Dude, oh, he was know. awesome. He's he's yeah. always great. Yeah, they were, nice. that was a good crew. Do we know Do we know um, how Sonny's wife is? Uh, they Anybody listen to the broadcast? Was he, was he on radio last night? Uh, I don't believe so. Okay. I thought I saw him. Maybe. He, I, I I didn't I didn't even think to look for him because he missed he wasn't on the radio call the other night because his wife was in the hospital. So prayers up for yeah. Miss Smith. Sure. 
We are um, Friday night. We play one of the worst teams in Division One. Excellent. So one of the worst teams on our schedule, at least. The South Florida yeah. Bulls, the Fighting Will McLaughlins. That's right. Um, how many? How many teams yeah. do you think are in Division One, Drew? Is it three hundred and something? Yeah, they're, they're only one eighty-six in Ken Palm. Not, uh, oh. Yeah, but they're one of the worst teams on our down. schedule. Top two hundred. Sure. I mean, they're they're no Georgia, but and who they lose to recently? That's a, that's a Q two win, right? <laughs> they just lost to Southern Southeast they, Missouri. They did lose to There was a kind of a bloodbath of like top well top tier teams, I guess, losing to not so good teams yesterday. Was, just Florida State. I, mean, I, would, I wouldn't call South Florida a top tier team. That, did USC end up winning their game? They did not. They, uh, they oh. got, I think they lost by double digits to Lob City. Yeah, there's another one. That uh, hurts us. That hurts our drink the schedule, guys. That's yeah, right. We played them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need we need them to win a couple more games. Um, yeah, the Ken Palm projection for this one is 78-57 Auburn. Um, Wow. Actually, I don't care about Kim Palm, but everybody's Kim Palm ring. If Auburn just wins all of its games, it'll win the national championship. That's a good regardless strategy. Of, yeah. Regardless of let's just do that. Kim Palm ratings. Let's just do that. Um, South Florida is absolutely a diaper fire of offensive <laughs> adjusted efficiency at 349. Um, that was not last year, by the way. Last year they were that. That's got to be the worst team. They were the worst team in America. So. Did we so almost last lose year there? We did, we did. Yeah, uh, but we did not. But we did. All right. There last season there were 358 teams in Division One. Um, their 25 percent shooting from three was 358 in the country. Now listen, America. To quote Bernie Mac, and to reference all of America, <laughs> America, Ryan is going to try to sit here and tell you that they are a bad three point shooting team because. All of the stats on God's green earth show that to be the case. <laughs> Do not let this make you think that they're going to come in here and, and just start lighting Auburn's uh, nets on fire. Uh, they will shoot no less than 40% from three. No so, such thing okay. as curses. The, the, net, the nets are already on fire. <laughs> no such thing as curses. One set of nets are on fire yeah. in Brooklyn. Oh, um, it might not be a curse, but Ryan has some sort of power. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Hey, if, if it helps, uh, they weren't really any better uh, anywhere else. So they were uh, 43% from two last year, which was 352nd. And they were the 332nd free throw shooting team. And so yet, they, they were almost just not, beat. <laughs> well, not because they were uh, scoring the ball. Uh, uh, it no. was a 58-52 we win for Auburn. Yeah, yeah Auburn uh, couldn't be held out of 19 a barn. points in the second half. Yeah. Historically, these games are pretty low scoring. Um, last year's 58-52. The two matchups before that uh, were both under Tony Barbie and uh, Auburn won one of those 52-40 and lost the other one 49-61. This should so. tell you how bad this program is and how much we should beat them. <laughs> I, yeah, I no. expect us to have a bunch of funky lineups again. I think we're going to see a lot of that. Uh-huh. Yeah, and to everybody that like wasn't really happy with the, the minutes mix or the, you know, the different weird lineups on the floor, it's the first game. That's, that's what these are for, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it was the end of the game and we were still seeing that and it was a tie game or down, it's a little different, but this was a comfortable win all the way through. I think Bruce uh, doesn't know who his starting five are yet. I'm with, I'm with, yeah. You. I mean, I think there's like eight starters, but no stars on this team. I don't think he's, I don't stars. think Bruce is tinkering trying to figure out to try to get everybody minutes. I think he is yeah. trying to figure out who's going to play. And part of me is like, if he he's going to play together, his, really, if he knew who his eight were. He'd be playing eight. Yeah, I, I think I think the, I don't think he's the, like, oh, this is a fun ch- chance to get everybody some minutes. I think he's like, I got to figure out who I'm trying yeah, to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the 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 locked in starters for later, as far as later in the year go, or I mean, Wendell and probably Broom are the only two that I would say are locked into their spots. Yeah, um, chance yeah. when chance gets healthy, that definitely throws a wrench in the the two three. Yeah. Rotation, um, and that. If Jalen keeps playing well, I think he'll continue to start. Yeah, um, it would it would take Trey or popping like Chuma in his sophomore year this year to get a starting role. I think, um, and Jalen's looked pretty good so far. So yeah, uh, Jalen's Mister Dependable. I think that's uh, yeah. yeah. 
He's a he's just a guy that's deceptively athletic. Um, like he just doesn't he, it doesn't look hard <laughs> when he, when he's out there. It just doesn't look like he's playing hard, and yet he's he's usually where he needs to be. And uh, it's I mean I think every team needs a guy like that. Is yeah, lucky I agree. to have a guy like that. Yeah, and I thought he got two. I mean, he 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 was two of five from the field, but two of those were threes. And I think I, he had good looks at both of them. They just didn't fall. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, I'd like to see Zep be more aggressive from three. If I had to yeah. pick a guy, yeah, did he yeah, take that, one? He struggled yesterday. Uh, yeah, he took two. He took okay, two. he missed one of them bad. He missed one of them really bad. He, he one of seven from the field. Um, that's not. I think I think the one he hit was 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 a, a foul line elbow. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, was one he hit a he hit a jumper from there. Yep. He struggled a little bit last night. I don't, I don't think that's going to be normal. Yeah, I mean it's a new uh, new role for him to playing that too. Um, he he didn't even, he didn't play the one at all until late in the second half. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just Donaldson and Win. Yeah, which. I agree. I, which I, I, that is, I think you can, you could read something into that. I guess I think you can chalk that up to Bruce knows that Zep knows what what he's doing at the one. Mm-hmm. So if he has to put him in at the one. Zep's got it. He doesn't need to practice. To well, and it's him. also that there's uh, this team's got a lot more depth at point guard than it did last year. Yeah, uh, for sure. You've got Trey, who's you, you're getting in these minutes now to see, hey, is he going to be ready if we need 15 minutes from him in, yeah. a, in a conference game? If if when right. Wendell has the flu or he's hurt or you know yeah yeah you um, never just know like what happened last year um, and then you've also got Chance coming in who may play someone at his you know probably has the ability to um, so really you've got you got four point guards in this team you don't need to get the the sixth year guy a ton of reps there yeah I'm right. I'm I'm holding out hope that Chance is going to come in and shoot fifty percent from three that's that's what I'm holding out hope for. Yeah, that it's would be nice amazing. Yeah, it is nice. We just need to keep feeding Chris Moore. He's uh, shooting 100% from deep right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, we have any more games else? next week? Yeah. Just- uh, the next game after this is going to be next Tuesday. So, we will probably be recording next Monday. Okay. Um, that's the winter game on Tuesday the 15th. And if I remember correctly, there is a big uh, commitment coming down on the 15th from uh, five-star Bay Fall. Oh, boy. I wish uh, we could massive. get him here this weekend. That there are be. some pretty big basketball recruits that are going to be are. this weekend. I would, I would love to have as many basketball recruits as possible here this weekend. I guarantee you that Bruce and uh, company have uh, put out the call, you know, not official visits maybe, but like everybody get here that can. Because uh, I think that that atmosphere is going to be yeah. insane. Yeah, um, if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, I wonder if I should go to the AM game. If you have the yeah. opportunity to do you so, should. you should do it. You should. You should. Yeah. I had to give I, up my ticket, so uh, that's uh, unfortunate. Go see Go see Cardell lead the team in Tiger Walk, even if you don't go to the city. Oh boy, special. yeah. Uh, I I said earlier today. I think I think Tiger Walk. Uh, <laughs> this Tiger Walk could rival the 1989 iron bolt tiger walk like i could see it being that that big that massive that many people trying to get there um because it's you know now it's kind of a families go it you know i i don't ever go anymore yeah Um, but i could see a lot of people that don't ever go wanting to go because because when that was mentioned today i was like oh man i wish i could go to that Um, so yeah, because it's just going to be a bunch of people who have all felt the release of sweet freedom yeah. at the same time celebrating one of their own yep. coming down. Like, it's one of us, man. Crow, yeah, can you give us a quick refresher on uh, how to dress for a football game that's going to start in the upper 50s mm, that's good. and maybe in the upper 30s? You should probably republish your article. Here's the deal. If you're listening to this, I want you to think about what you've got on right now. And if it's got cotton... In it, that cannot be next year's skin. That's the number one key. Whatever is next year's skin needs to be made out of a fabric that's not cotton. 
ladies, silk. At least, silk is usually what I'm thinking. Silk at is least, a good, silk's a good option, actually. At least consider leggings, ladies uh, and men, gentlemen. Guys, uh, I, I can't recommend uh, uh, polyester thermal le- uh, tights enough. I wear them under my jeans when I know it's going to yeah. be cold. It's great. Works you get great. you you get you a pair of nice like capoline is a is a fabric that Patagonia makes. A couple companies have similar things to wear under your jeans. Mine are from Old Navy. You're going to be happy. Yeah. And and you're going to get you get you a nice base layer t-shirt. The good news mm. is that Auburn is sponsored by Under Armour, so you can oh. find one that actually says Auburn on it probably. Right. If they sell uh, the Go Crazy shirt that uh, Cadillac was They do not, I imagine. One. Well, they uh, sometimes they have those things like the pop-up shops on game. I night. have a feeling uh, that was a special uh, Dana Marquez special. Yeah, but he's the only guy with it. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but you're going right. to want multiple layers. And you're not, and you're going to want one. Of, but it looks like it's not going to rain, which is take a jacket. Thing. Take a jacket. Thirty degrees. Like, take it. Take two jackets, man. Well, it's yeah. gonna be cold. I, I would, if I were going, I, I would take my straight up coat. So yeah. Um, Here's what you're not gonna wear a hat. You're gonna want. You're not gonna want to decide. Man, I should have had gloves. Yeah. Once the well, game starts, if you're the kind of person who gloves. feels like gloves are a thing for you, go ahead and pack them in your jacket pockets. Take, take some hot hands. Yeah, you'd rather not but, need them and but, have them than need them and not have them. You might you, think you either need to have hot hands or fireball in your pocket. One or the other will get the job done. Well, That's you true. might think hot hot hands are for nerds, but I tell you what, cold hands are for nerds. Yeah, you get some hot hands and put them in your jacket pocket, and you just put your hands in there. No one has to know that you're a yeah, boomer. Yeah, you're doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> it makes some you can tape to the bottom of your feet too. Man, I I one time put hot hands in my shoes. Oh boy, That'll, and it was because I was freezing yeah i was camping out and it was like mm. 25 degrees outside and i was gonna try to put hot hands in my shoes and i like woke up had them in my socks it's, in my sleeping bag and i woke up in the middle of the night and literal inferno were on fire <laughs> like i thought i had i thought i had done like irreparable damage to my <laughs> chemical burn yeah, yeah it was not yeah. a good move so don't i don't recommend that yeah, yeah, they make some specifically that you yeah. put on the sole. If you're going to do that, do that. They go in your shoe. Don't, don't or just wear a pair of wool break. socks. But again, yeah. not cotton. Yeah. Do not it's not going to. It's not going to be 14 degrees out there. Let's. Uh, no. let's it's not going too crazy. Uh, uh, yeah, and let's get a win. Let's get multiple wins this weekend. I think that's uh, quite possible. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I I like our. We didn't even discuss our chances. I like our chances against Texas A&M. One, Jibbo Fisher, stupid, bad coach. Two, uh, it, it, yeah, two, he's a fraud. He's a fraud. <laughs> three, three, uh, this, that's not casually libelous. That's just true. No, he's a fraud, uh, period. Th- three, uh, the atmosphere is going to be insane. Uh, and four, the coaches have had all week. I, I just, it, it's, it, I don't think this football team is constructed in a way that you could it could win a ton of SEC games, but I think we can win this one. Yeah, so. I think we're I think we're in a good spot. Both teams are are coming in very similar. I mean, they're both three and six, and both mm-hmm. on a five game losing streak. But one of them now is fighting for for something else. What uh, now? One does one of those teams have? Like a bunch of five stars on their offensive line, on their defensive line and offensive line. Yeah, yeah. Huh. The, the stat you need to know is that uh, weird Texas A&M is 121st in uh, rush yards per attempt allowed. Um, you know, a, a team with Tank uh, Bigsby and Jarquez Hunter led by Cardo Williams might take advantage of that. It's just, just yeah, like Robbie uh, Ashford who's just really just going to run it every time. Yes, he should. I um. Wow, that is that. That doesn't feel like that should work out very well for them. Well, and the other thing that they're that Texas A and M is not really great at is uh, protecting the pass. Oh, that's right. I saw that. Yeah, so they're they're even worse than Auburn is at it. And we sacked uh we sacked old guy from Mississippi State how many times? Five. Chief, uh, it was it was five. 
Um, now they dropped back. I mean, they, they threw the ball 60 plus times, but <laughs> boy, if you look at, uh, there was a stat and this comes from Ferg's, uh, post game article, but if you look at, or, at true pass sets where the quarterback took the snap and there was actually a reasonable amount of time for the pass rush to get there, we were on pace with having uh, like a really good game. Um, so it wasn't just, oh, we sacked them because they threw right, the ball right. 60 something times. It was, nice. Uh, when they when they did not have an immediate throw, that, that was when the the pass rush got home. So that's to me that's the other key, is that you keep A and M behind the sticks and you keep yourself in front of them. Yeah. And this game may I, so watching one of the action watching Toledo Ball State earlier tonight they put up ESPN put up a. Um, uh, an ad for Texas TCU that starts 30 minutes after we do. I was like, oh man, I kind of wanted to watch that, but obviously, you know, we'll be going on, but our game may go fast enough that we can catch the fourth quarter because I think, uh, I, I don't know if we put it in the air 20 times. I certainly hope we don't. We just throw it enough to make sure that we can keep running the ball. That's, uh, that's all we need to do. I, I would love a like ten for eighteen for, but like for one seventy five kind of night from your lips to God's ears. <laughs> oh, yeah, would snatch your hand off of right now. Good lord. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Are excited. you talking about on the ground, like uh, eighteen carries <laughs> for one hundred and seventy five yards in the ground? Hey, you know. Maybe he had 18 carries for 108 against Mississippi State. So. I just want, I just want like a, a an out route, like to be a, a throw and a comp- one out route, pass and completion. I don't know what I would do. I think I would be just so ecstatic. Or maybe a post route. Lord of mercy, I don't know what I would do for a post route. I don't know. We've got uh, Carnell as a coach. Uh, I think I need to see a running back throw a ball here. Yeah, somebody's got to. Which one? I got a tank. Got a tank. Yeah. I was gonna ask <laughs> Robbie Ashford. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I bet you Robbie could run a pretty good route though. He's a center fielder. I mean, we got Carnell. He can track that ball. Coach. We got Carnell coach. Who does he put at fullback to reprise the Mike Allstott? Well, we were running a bunch of three, we were running a bunch of three tight end sets. I, I want to get an over under from James. How many three tight end sets do we see uh, in this game? So I'm thinking somewhere around 60, 65 snaps. Hopefully, hopefully about sixty five to seventy. So I would say I put the, I put it at ten. Okay, ten. All right, you heard it here. Uh, I don't know. Contact us at. Uh, at Sun Crow Two, yep. let us know. Let us know what you're uh, <laughs> if you're taking the over, or the under on ten, Man. three tight ends, three sets. tight ends. <laughs> I mean, I three, and, uh, I'm trying to think of how many more because there's a possibility we could go four. Oh boy, <laughs> on the line. Man, look, whatever gets Tank uh, protected to get out of there, because uh, Lord knows we need more guys in there blocking. Uh, guys, yep. if you want, if you want something on YouTube to watch, there's a, a YouTube user named Official Jaguar Gator Nine, who has Great a name. has a, an 11 and a half minute video called "Every Single Cadillac Williams Touchdown." Oh boy! And it's every touchdown of his NFL career, and it's great. It's an odd username for someone to to put that kind of work into. <laughs> he loves the Jags. He loves the Gators. Tampa. And making these videos for Carnell. Uh, all right. Well, maybe just loves the state of Florida. So, yeah. Every touchdown that former Buccaneers and Rams running back Cadillac Williams scored in his NFL career in chronological order is what is the description. <laughs> it's great, man. If you want to see young John Gruden and, and, uh, you know, James's NFC South Panthers get scored on a few times. Oh, boy. Who was, oh, God, who was the quarterback of that? Those teams that he was on, um, those Bucks teams. Yeah, um, 
Chris Sims. It would have been whoever was right before. Yeah, I was about to say. That was I mean, right his first touchdown. Colin Klein. His first touchdown in the NFL. No, Josh Freeman, sorry. Like a 35-yard run. It was awesome, by the way. He was a yeah, he was he, rookie of the year, right? NFL yes, he was. He, Offense he won my uh, he won me my fantasy league that year because I got accused of overdrafting him, and then I won the league. He scored like three times against the Panthers. It's one game. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me think. His uh, 2005 his Panthers. Rookie, his rookie year. Would have been we. That was the year we lost the NFC NFC Championship game to the uh, Seahawks. We were pretty good that year, but the next year we were quite awful. <laughs> this is a Jake Delhomme led Panthers team. Anyway, yeah, you was. guys, everybody, listen to this. Go out, support your Tigers. Let's get a couple of wins and have a War Eagle weekend. Keep on cocking. <laughs>